0: At 7.30 on Monday evening, more chairs were put out as more folk than expected had turned up for this inaugural AGM.
1: Hello everybody and welcome to Portobello Central Skios first annual general meeting. Thanks so much for coming out, we really appreciate it. You never really do get the confirmations, we needed 12 people to be it, so we're fine on that, please come on in, <laughs> take a seat. So my name is Jennifer Elliott, and I'm the chair of Portobello Central, and we have David. In
0: various forms, Porty Central have been working for, what, three years to bring the town hall into community control? And now it really looks like it's going to happen, so I asked Jennifer Elliott if she was happy with the turnout.
1: I definitely was, not just as the audience and the members, and that's always brilliant to see a good turnout, but the fact that we had so many trustees, we're at full capacity on trustees. It's a case of harnessing all this energy at the moment.
0: And yet the building is still completely clad in scaffolding and you don't quite know what's going on inside there do you at the moment?
1: Which has been the state of affairs for about the last three years but it does seem like the end is in sight and we will be having serious conversations with customers, hirers, community organisations, partnerships. They'll all be there for the talking and it needs people with the bandwidth to take forward a line of conversation, an approach to a festival, an organisation, the festival. These things get planned far in advance, so I'm really excited by the bandwidth that 15 trustees will bring us uh, to just take forward those conversations.
0: In order to become a Scottish charitable incorporated organisation, the trustees had to satisfy the powers that be that they would fulfil certain key objectives.
1: There are objectives for the charity that, keep us as guidance and they are the provision of recreational facilities, that's easy we're a town hall, the provision of events, recreational facilities around those, those two go together that's not our core objective at the moment because we have limited staff but we have the facilities. There is the promotion of arts, heritage, science and culture I think are the four so that gives us remit to do almost anything and along with promotion of citizenship and community development we can get stuck into what Portie Needs. So I probably don't want to talk too much about those projects, you just let them come real, but there are inquiries. But there are there. so many
0: interesting people living in Portobello. I mean, everything from the Astronomer Royal for Scotland, since you mentioned science, so many artists, we've just had the art walk. There is so much happening.
1: There is, and each one of them takes a lot of organising. Any event takes a little bit of risk for the person organising it, so we're hoping people will have an idea of what they want to do, we'll support them in running it, if they want to get a lecture in on astronomy, which Belfield have had in the past. There has been a talk on the moon, as I remember attending, and I love a good lecture. If we can get any of these forward, it's just a case of having the building available, having the bandwidth to talk it through and to get the booking in.
0: Another unspecified objective is that the town hall should become the heart the hub of central Portobello. That means involving the community, the shops, the cafes, in ways that perhaps it hasn't been done before. Or at least that's the hope, the expectation, of Geoff Pearson, who's now secretary
2: for Porty Central. The town hall is centrally placed in the High Street. If that were property on, on sale, well, obviously it isn't. That would be prime territory, not for housing, but for something that had an activity. It could be an Aldi, it could be a Lidl, but it isn't. It's a town hall built for the community, by the community, to be the centre And there weren't all the other things. The churches were all round, but they had their own interests. The town hall was the only innocent in the place, and it was there for the wild things that the community wanted. What's happened now is that the business world has gone... When I came here 35 years ago, the shops were quiet. It was not a prosperous-looking place. It is now quite different. It's a lively place. And increasingly, it's a destination. People come to Portobello not just to go and sit on the prom, they come to have a good time buying great fish, going into great cafes, eating great restaurants, and the town hall will just be the, not even the icing on the cake, it'll be the solid part of the cake that provides the center for a visit, a destination.
0: And one of the good things is, as part of the fundraising, there was the 40 food map, which essentially was just bringing that part of the business
2: community in to back you. Yes, and curiously, the business community didn't fully know that when they were going through it. They thought they were being charmed. But actually, when they saw themselves with all the others, they began to say, actually, we are together. And so we weren't involved, it's a, it's a catalyst, you know, we weren't used up in that process, we gained from it because we made money, but the, all the other businesses, you remember in, in the food map, the wine shop provided a wine list with a, a wine for every one of the recipes, so suddenly we're getting organisations working together who probably didn't think of working together before.
0: Again, you're sounding optimistic.
2: There's no point in not sounding optimistic. I mean, it would be very easy to be a, a sort of uh, uh, Ricky Fulton type and do the, the late-night vicar saying, oh, ephesia, it's all bloody miserable. But, but it isn't ephesia. This is a distinct possibility of great things for the Central Port of Ireland. One of the
0: interesting things that you did mention was we're all worried about her fuel bills, but you're part of um, almost like a government project which means you're actually able to buy from that central
2: pool Yes, I hadn't expected this, I vaguely knew about it a long time ago when I worked in the government because we had a deal whereby we bought only electricity made from renewables and that was 20 years ago that system still exists it's used mainly for government buildings but because we've been a local government building we're allowed to stay in the framework Now, that won't protect us from Mr. Putin's putting up the prices, but it will mean we get the best price, and we will get a price which is for our kind of place. I can't imagine going round to the choice systems to find the cheapest provider, because we're not that kind of organisation. And at the moment, we don't actually know how much energy we need. So the framework will be very helpful, but it also gives you access to the other things like insurance I was talking about. That last
0: point about energy must come as a partial relief to Stuart Reed, who took over the role of treasurer just over a year ago. And he told me that everything involved with this project was really
3: quite a financial challenge. It is, and it's something that we're learning we're having to do step by step. In the last year, our finances covered the type of organisation we have been in the last year. But as we move forward, we're going to need more money to make sure we can fund the activities and to make sure we can employ someone because it, it would be irresponsible to bring someone on board if we didn't have the funds to uh, actually see them through for 6 or 12 months. How concerned are you given that we're in
0: a financial crisis at the moment? The funds actually
3: may in some cases dry up. There is that danger. It, it, it would just mean that the reopening was delayed until we were in a position where we were financially comfortable enough to open the doors. The good news, though, is having heard from various people in the hall tonight,
0: there is a lot of interest, both of national companies
3: and local companies, of actually coming in and using the town. Yeah, I've been really heartened by just the amount of inquiries that have come in. And as as people have said, I keep coming in. And the the range of people who want to... uh, to use the hall and it really mirrors the, the sort of range of events that have been in the past maybe not the the, the mythical northern soul dancing but uh, there's certainly the community events the, there's weddings there's other celebrations so we're, we're confident we have a product that people want and it's making sure that that generates enough to meet the costs and the good news is you're a professional accountant and therefore know exactly what should be done my experience is in a very different field so I, I've been learning lots about how charities have to report but uh, it's been interesting and um, it's, uh, it's, it's, it's kept the old grey cells working.
0: As Jennifer Elliott mentioned right at the start the existing board has been greatly encouraged by the fact that people have been volunteering to become new trustees. I asked two of them, Susan Curry and first Leslie Muirhead, why they wanted to become involved.
4: As a, a Portobello resident of 25 years. The town hall has just been an iconic part of the community all of that time. I and mean, it it's so sad to see it, its demise over the last few years and as a recently retired person having a bit of time on my, on my hands and I hope some skills and experience that will be useful, to see it coming back into to use for the community it will just be an amazing thing to be um, able to take part in. I suppose I'm very different from Lesley. I've only moved into Portobello a couple of years ago, but I was aware that there was that big building sitting there with nothing happening in it. And I've moved from a village in the borders where there was a very thriving town hall and I just thought it would be great if something like that was here instead of people going away into the centre of Edinburgh all the time.
0: I'm wondering what skills you actually bring to
4: this. I was involved in working on the Portie food map and having... Been involved in that. I thought maybe I could be a bit of a dog's body. I've been an administrator and I've got enthusiasm, so I hope that I'll be able to to find something that will be useful that I can contribute towards the town hall.
0: And your skills, what would well, you I bring? Well, I
4: guess energy and enthusiasm and a bit of creativity are at the heart of that. I have been a civil servant for the last 40 years, so I'm super organised and know something about governance and committees and finance and, and all of that basically creativity and energy and problem solving which by the sound of tonight's conversation there's going to be a lot of that.
0: Monday's meeting was held in the wash house. Jennifer Elliott has also been heavily involved in creating the Belfield Community Hub after the community buyout what five years ago. So I asked her about the importance of having these three venues work together rather than competing with each other.
1: Very much so, and that's been the conversations had, so we know that the Town Hall is a big ready-made performance, party, wedding space, in a way that Belfield is not, but Belfield has a real base in regular income because there's regular bookers there that take the space. That's, it's a pretty busy building now at weekends and, and evenings. The Wash House has their niche and has their partnership with the Council. We're going to be quite close with the Council more than Belfield. There is I just know there's demand enough for all the spaces and I'm confident they will fill and I'm hopeful they will fill for the right financial model.
0: (laughs) (laughs) So what's the kind of timescale?
1: With a good wind, uh, we've been told the works will finish November, December. So we look to be getting in then, but if we haven't got a booking manager, if we've not got the funding for a booking manager, we will not open for a good few more months. We're working on that. We would consider grants... I've talked about a loan. I don't want to do a loan for the full amount. But say we've got to top up the last 10k with a loan to have, have that. you have a
0: lot of experience of actually going out and, and finding grants.
1: Oh, I wouldn't say I have a lot of experience. I have some. Uh, when I stood as treasurer at Action party, I said, I'll do treasurer, but I'm not going to be in the fundraising group. I found myself having to do funding applications on this one. Out of necessity, I'm hoping there will be new people who want to do funding in the 15 that we now have. But have some experience in the bodies that are out there and where to ask. So there are irons in the fire that I'm not going to tempt fate talking about, but there are applications currently being worked on.
0: You sound really optimistic.
1: <laughs> I always am.
0: <laughs> As she said, all going well, the town hall will be open for business come the spring. But nobody should be in any doubt that all those people who want to make it a success will face real challenges in the months ahead. And we'll be keeping in touch with them so we can keep in touch with you, the people of Portobello, about their progress. Once again, thanks for listening. Bye for now.